Hey, this is episode 39 of Leave the Bottle Podcast. Hey, Jim. Hey, Randy. How are you today? I'm disgruntled and irascible. <laughs> irascible. You're disgruntled. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I live in a state of disgruntled, so go for it. Well, Why first... We just go, go ahead. You can... Be, we'll get this out of the way first. If I sound even worse than I usually do, it's because... I had an emergency root canal only two hours oh, Jesus. ago. Jesus. Modern medicine, two hours ago, right now, I was sitting a couple miles away in my wow. dentist chair with an emergency uh, root canal because my crown yesterday busted, yeah. shattered, and so my wallet is going to shatter now yeah. along with that. So, yeah, so I had to go for part one today, which is that's why I'm actually. Uh, not at work at this moment because oh. I had to do that instead. Yeah, so but, I had the emergency root canal. They shot me up with a ass big uh, needle <laughs> with, with only a couple of seconds notice because he knows how I am. And, <laughs> and I know because I'm a baby. Let me tell you what. Oh, I've had surgeries on. canceled because of that. But yeah, so and it's amazing. I mean, right now my you know my face is a little bit numb still, and I'm probably going to be hurting more so in a little. Yeah, we while, better but. hurry up with our discussion. You're going to be yeah, when you come off right. those painkillers, man. I don't want to be fine. there. Yeah, no, I don't take painkillers. I nut up on that. Stuff. No, but they've they well the thing the Nova whatever Novocaine. Well, that dates me, doesn't yeah. it? Whatever it is that they shot into your jaw there uh, when that comes yep. off. I'm a baby oh, too, yeah. man. They go, this is going to hurt. There's going to be a little. <laughs> there's going to be a little prick. No, they don't say that, do they? What is the word? I don't know. Anyways, there's gonna, you're going you're gonna to feel a, a little pinch. pinch. Yeah. It's going to be a. It's going to be a pinch. It's going to be a pinch, and then it's <laughs> ah, what? But uh, you know, once the once they start, and then it's very uncomfortable that that anesthetic going in, and then you know, yeah. you know what else about dentistry? We could do a whole number on this, but the the dentistry thing that scares the crap out of me is that there. So there's he's. The guy's doing something. It's a surgery, after all, right? But they're, when they're doing, got the needle in there, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to have a gag reflex or some reflex or a um, swallowing from the saliva reflex, and the yes, needle's going to break yes. off, and I'm going to have a nerve damage, and I'm, I'm totally freaking. I mean, I need to. <laughs> they need to shoot me with some kind of sedatives before they even start, you know. But I want to say that uh, there's been so much progress made. I mean, because when I was yeah. a kid, dentistry was no joke. It was so painful. Remember the Laurel and Hardy or Three Stooges or whatever, the dentistry numbers they did? In, in the 40s and 50s, I mean, dentistry was, was Adolf Eichmann. You know, that was, that was some torturous stuff. Nowadays, we are babies if we can't handle it. Lawrence Olivier in, uh, what movie was that? Where he's to tell me what you know or whatever it was, and he was like, oh god, oh, though, that was the yeah Dustin yeah Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman. Uh, yeah great uh, marathon man, yes oh, oh my whoa. god, yeah 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 that's bad <laughs> that, news that'll that'll make your skin crawl just I, thinking back you just mentioned it I'm already my skin is crawling. Yeah, anyway, I, I gotta say though, you're right though. When I was a kid, compared to oh, now, man. it is really different, and it's much more tolerable now. I mean, and maybe some of it's also because I'm older and I'm much more used to it at this point. Maybe that goes I don't, part of it. No, I don't think so. I don't know. No, I don't think so because I had some. I've got had some implant surgery, three at once, 
And I anguished over that for months because you have to have a really long appointment way before. I mean, an appointment long right. before. And I'm, oh my, and my wife had this done and she was, ah, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. And she's kind of sensitive. So I thought, well, if she says so. But this whole time, this is in the back of your mind, you know. Yeah. Ah, I'm going to have to. And then I went there. But you know what? I had, this is the difference is that the, this guy was so good. And by the way, this was done in an operating room, a clean room type, you know, really serious situation, not a, not just in the chair. Um, And he had one or two assistants, I think. But the point is he commented the, because they had, in fact, they had a thing over my eyes. I couldn't see. Yeah. Um, Because it was a Muslim birth and my mouth was, no, because uh, they had to cover my face. You and, really are going to try to become a hater. No, today, no, you? I'm just that. That was a joke. <laughs> okay, Bill Maher. Not a big deal. Yeah, no, 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 no. That was. It's, I don't. I don't uh, completely agree with all that. But anyway, we don't want, I don't even want to go there. That's not of interest to me to talk about that particular thing. But the point is that I couldn't see. And what was right. really cool was that the guy goes, "Okay, we're going to do. I'm going to do this now. I'm on number one. I'm doing number two. This is going to be this." Um, which reminded me of this thing I was thinking years ago, all these years where these, I've got really good dentists and they all go like, okay, you know, just a couple more minutes. It's going to be okay here. Just a second. It's, you know, I'm almost done. And I'm thinking, what are these guys like in bed? If you, it's like they're telling their lovers, <laughs> okay, I'm almost done. Just another couple of seconds. It's going to be. <laughs> so Just I, drill it. Just drilling a little just bit drilling more. a little bit more. No, I'm going <laughs> to. Just filling in. Anyway, that's the guy. We could really take that one a long ways. We better not. All right. Anyway, well, that was. But that's that's the thought I've had. It has changed though, because when I was thinking about when I was pulling out of the dentist office, ten minutes removed from being in the chair, and I could I could talk at that point. You were feeling good. You wanted to talk at that point. Eighty or ninety percent. But I mean, in the olden days, I don't know if it was a different protocols that they used for Novocaine or whatever. But before, like, if you just had a cavity filled and they filled it and they shot you up, for hours after that, and you'd be sad and you'd be sad and in pain. By the way, have you ever had? This is the end of it. We're not going to go on and on about this. But have you ever had laughing gas by any chance? Uh, nitrous oxide, a, a version of it, but I didn't. I haven't had the full blown, but I had like a smaller version of it. Actually, when I had my skin cancer uh, surgery a couple of months ago, that's pr- effectively pretty much. They gave you a gas was, mask type uh, thing. Well, it was yeah, it was the twilight zone where right. you, you you know what's going on, but and you're, they're talking you're, to you, I'm, right? And they can, and can basically answer. do anything to you that right. they want, and you're not going to do anything. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I took some home with me. <laughs> that must explain a certain number of uh, things that have happened in the news. Um, yeah. But the laughing gas, the funny thing about the laughing gas was I, I went to a dentist. I don't even remember when this was. But obviously, it was decades ago. And uh, he had uh, nitrous oxide. And I think it was the, assist, the assistant was telling me, here's how this is going to go down. Um, what happens is when someone is under the influence of nitrous oxide, like we say, um, does it hurt? <laughs> and the patient says yes, and they and then we say, do you care? And the patient says no. <laughs> that's and that's actually, I mean, that's not literally true, but it's right. kind of 
the sensation you have. It's and like you said, they can do anything to you. It's true that whatever I had when I had my eyes worked on, because that's another thing, man. The anguish you had that with your skin thing, I think, because they're close to your eyes with this scalp, and you're going, God, what if she slips with that scalpel, man? I'll be my eye will be dangling like Sons of Anarchy or something. Oops, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler. Oh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> you, you watching that still? Oh hell you yeah! Have to we? I got to see the end. We got to yeah, see when Gemma gets three, it, right? We got three more episodes. I so want to can... see Gemma get it, don't you? Oh my God! Please, Lord, let that happen. We are all waiting. They all should go. All of them except for Venus. They're all gonna go. Yeah, they're she, all gonna that, go. That was great. So okay, you know what? Well, we've had fun right. so far. However, oh God, here we however, go. Randy wants to go on a rant. Oh God, yeah, this is rant he against wants to the go internet. On a rant, it's ranting, Randy. Rage Go against ahead. the internet. The, the floor is yours. All right. Well, I just wanted to ask. First, I'm going to submit a question to you or just get your impression of this okay. story. And you may not, because I'm very noisy on the internet, so you may not be following everything I do. Uh, so I posted a a photo of the FreeBSD logo at one time. I don't even know what it is now, but at one time it was like a little red devil. And for people listening, if anybody is... Um, this is a cartoony, you know, it's like a cherub, but it has horns. It's a devil, okay? But it's a cartoon devil. It's not a mean exorcist devil. Uh, you is, just have is to it get Muhammad. You just have to get this picture in your head of a cartoony devil. It's it's not okay. even like like a cartoon where on the left side is the little devil talking yeah, in like the an age. animal house. Okay, yeah. everybody got that. So yeah. now that's a common meme. You know, it has been in films for years. Anyway, this right. is a little. So they had this silly devil with tennis shoes or something, and um, a woman. Young woman walked into a cafe in Texas wearing a FreeBSD shirt. So it says FreeBSD, and it's got the little cute little devil on it. And she was told not only that they weren't going to be serving her, but that she has to get out immediately. She wore this shirt in, you know, it's so inconceivable that this would offend. Although, look, you know, you're this is Texas, and you're going into a place, I don't know. I, this is not the kind of thing I would wear, but it isn't because I'd be scared or think about it. It's just that it's not what I would wear. But here's a woman wearing this t-shirt. It's a distro, in fact, it's not even Linux. It's a, it's an operating system that happened to have, instead of a penguin, a devil. Now, I don't know. What's your take on that? Because mine is obviously kind of a religious extremism. Somebody was horribly offended how do you get offended by a little cartoon? This is not a cartoon with intent like the famous, you know, one with Mohammed. That's not the point. This is just a figure. It's supposed to be funny. Somebody apparently didn't think it was funny. Now, do you think well, this is reasonable even? Well, I don't know. My first take on it and probably my last take on it is it's probably not reasonable. It's the right of the store owner to decide for themselves who they want and who they don't want for customers, as long as it's not like a racial profiling thing. I mean, you're free to torpedo your own business if you want to. Mm -hmm. If you want to do that, knock yourself out. Um, I'm all for free expression, and that includes not just in word or in deed, but in shirts and so forth. Sure. But at the same time, you know, there are there are, you take on whatever kind of consequences they may be. 
it's interesting that you've brought this up because back in 1980, I had I used to collect little buttons, and I was a punk. I was just a smart ass punk, <laughs> and I had a button that said "fuck Russia" on it. Oh, and I'm wearing it. You know, in the middle of the Cold War, the whole nine yards. And I used to go into this uh, package store, liquor store in uh, Syracuse, New York. And I would go in every once in a while. And I was 18 years old and that was a drinking age. And the, and the old man that owned the place, little it was a little mom and pop place. He was always very nice to me and, and all of that stuff. And then I wore that in and I wore it in a couple. And I saw him kind of give me an, an odd look. And a couple of days later, I wore it in again on my shirt. And he said to me, he said, I don't want you coming in here wearing that button. And I said, and I looked down at it. I'm like, why? And he's like, I don't need to look at it. And I don't want my customers to look at it. He said, if you want to wear that, you can get, you know, your stuff somewhere else. Hmm. And I said, why? Because of the Russia part? He said, no, because of the obscenity. He said, it offends me that you're walking around wearing a button with the word fuck on it. He didn't say it. I get he, that. I get that. And I, get and I was that. like, you know, at the time I didn't, I was 18 and I was a smart ass. And I said to him, I said, well, then I will go someplace else. There's mm -hmm. plenty of other places around here. And he had always been very nice to me in the couple of months I'd been going there mm -hmm. before that, you know, and I was being a little asshole douchebag with my response to him on it. Instead of, you can't be that thoughtful at 18. It's just not really possible. No, no, it's normal. But it, but obviously, you know, 34 years later or so, you know, I still remember it vividly. It did dawn on me days later that, you know what, he, you know, he did have kind of a point. I didn't wear it after that. I wore other buttons, but the obscenity part, not for him, but I just... He got me thinking a little bit and, you know, appro appropriate times and places. And yeah, yeah. No, but I get but, that. I get that. I get that. If you if, if you got the F bomb, you know, in, in this day and age, by the way, that it's it's fairly meaningless. And yet I totally yeah. get I would not walk into a, any I would not wear something that had that word on it simply right. because I still I know that there are still plenty of people. Well, of course, I live in Europe, so. People probably, you know, could care less. Uh, I was in, a few years ago, I was in uh, a, um, like a Ralph supermarket type place, but here in France. And I mean, they were playing, uh, is it Prince or somebody, one, I don't know whose tune it is, but it's on the loudspeaker and people are, you know, it's Muzak and people are walking around with shopping carts, all these women with the hairdos and stuff. And they're going, sexy motherfucker, shaking that ass, shaking that ass. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm looking around and, then, you know, nobody's, nobody's looking at it because they don't understand. They weren't listening to the words or didn't understand it. This is explicit, but this podcast it's, is marked explicit. Yeah, well, by you know, our, ours but yes, is, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go with, with using the F word on a public. I wouldn't walk out with a T-shirt. I don't want to provoke people. I'm not looking for that. I would never do that anymore. And I told you, I think a while back now, I told you about the time when I was 14. God, I was a little asshole. <laughs> and the time I went to uh, Arlington Cemetery, not realizing the only thing is, is I didn't know we were going to Arlington that mm. day. And it was 76. Kennedy, Ted Kennedy was running for president and I had a t-shirt, Can a Chappaquiddick Kid Save America? Ooh. I was wearing it that day. I just put it on because I was being, I bought it in Washington. You know, that, I mean, I was a political asshole even back then, you know, when I was 14. <laughs> and it turned out that we went and you know, it's like, you know, I can't believe to this day my mom wasn't like, well, you know, we're going to go back to the hotel first and change your shirt, yeah. young man. But the fact of the matter is we didn't, and boy, did I catch a lot, I not just imagine. stares, but I had a lot of comments thrown my way. And you know what? Every last one of those was right 
because, and I think this is kind of yeah, all you didn't know what you want to talk about about the uh, scientist the other day with his shirt, and it's very different situation. You know, mine was it was to begin with was a snarky, disrespectful shirt. It was extremely disrespectful wearing it to John Kennedy's gravesite at Arlington. Um, whether I was 14 or not, I was a pretty bright 14 year old kid. And I've, you know, I thought that the shirt itself was really funny that I could see people taking serious offense to because of the, that appropriateness. Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, and I had this long, I'm having a long discussion with a woman on something different, a totally different thread right now about this. And I've had this discussion before and it's important to me that people try to understand this. If they don't, fine. As long as it's civil, I don't mind. But I, my thing has to do with the intent behind it. Now, what you just described in both cases, the intent was to provoke, right? Yes, yes. And I mean, you know, I'm not condemning you. You were 14 or 16 years, whatever. I, I still have that in me, and we both know that. Well, yeah, but um, you'll learn, you will... Suffer the consequences. If you walk out with a, you know, fuck all Republicans t-shirt now or, or Mitch McConnell's a dipshit or something, you know, which I would love to do, but I wouldn't do it in a t-shirt <laughs> person. I would not do it on a t-shirt, not from fear or no. it's just not something I'd do. But if you no, want to do that, that is a statement. Now, I want, I would really like people to understand my point of view here. And I'm not getting through to the woman I'm talking to yet, but I will, I think, someday maybe when she's 20 years older, perhaps. The point is that there's this intent idea. And there was a great, I'm going to be all over the place with this because I don't have a notes written, but there's a thing that I really like. Someone, some black person went and met on some situation, a member of the Klan or something, and there was a discussion between them. It was a very odd thing, came out in an article. It was on social media recently. But what came out of this is very interesting because someone said, so the Klan person said, you know, I know you hate me for, for who we are. And the black person, and I might even be transposing, you know, gender. I don't even know, but there, here's the point. One person said, the hate group person said, you hate us for who we are. And the person, the other person said, we don't hate you for who you are. We hate you for what you do. And this yes. is really, I mean, this is so important. It's so vital to understand. And then now let's back up to my take, which has to do with intent, because I don't want to talk about people who bomb abortion clinics. I mean, there's an obvious, if you're hurting people physically, that's not in my I'm not interested in talking about that. That's so obvious. If you don't get that, that that's wrong, then there's nothing to talk about. 99% of the people get that. You even know, there's even nothing... people who are anti-abortion get that it's not right to kill people right. by blowing up. Okay. And if you are – and if you are – by the way, you know, you can be for or against as long as you are willing to discuss, listen, and not right. legislate for all women in the world, et cetera. I mean this is, this is kind of obvious stuff to me. But anyway – Getting back to this intent concept is really important. So someone who is an anti-Semite or, or a racist, for example, you're, you know, you're at your in-laws, it's Thanksgiving, and somebody says the N-word or some horrible thing, but they would never, ever do anything racist as an action, as an intent. I'm right. not saying I love that. 
I don't know that I don't know whether I would call them out on it or not. That's very very situation dependent. But the fact that there's a, you know there's not an act and an intent to hurt. In other words, they think they're private and that they're talking and that they're going, oh, these people, what do they want? You know, that's okay. I can even be offended. But what I'm saying is this is not something that I'm going to go on the Internet and start a Twitter storm over. Of course, there's nothing that would fill that definition for me anyway. uh, (laughs) See, if you want me to expose, as it were, the uh, (laughs) – yes, I mean – so I just found out about this today. I don't even – or yesterday. I don't even know the extent of it. But the fact that it happened at all is incredible. And I read this article about this this scientist. So on the happiest, most significant day of his life maybe, 10 years of work, he's called out for wearing a shirt um, that I've looked at and other people have looked at and we're wondering, you know, what even is wrong with it. Okay, it's a shirt that has women on it. And, you it's know, like I, a- it's like a Hawaiian. It's almost like a Hawaiian shirt with the like the the old um, yeah not cartoons, got, not the cartoons, but the old like it, in the fifties, like the the, the Betty, uh, not Betty. Blue. But it is kind of cartoony, and that gets it back to my cartoony. and that it's gets back to my devil 50s. thing because it's this cartoony thing is important to me because that's kind of a yeah. meme in a certain way. Now, according to the article I read, I looked at the I looked at the cloth, which is widely available on the internet, by the way. The fact that a woman made this shirt for him is is only you know that's not really that important, but she didn't. Now, what, we should, what you should be saying though here is this is one of the lead scientists that was involved in the comet lander from the other day. Yeah, no, he's an amazing. And this, and, uh, and that's why this why we're talking about it, and that's why that'll happen because he this he spent yeah. over a decade of his life getting the lander to land on the comet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to me, in my eyes, one of the top three or four accomplishments ever in it's space. It's brilliant. But I mean, the fact is, the, the problem is, and I'm, I'm just trying to state this really simply because to me it's a very simple thing, which is, that, okay, he wore a shirt, a shirt. He saw nothing wrong with that shirt. This is the big, dis- this is the big dispute here, right? So he saw nothing wrong. He didn't even, it didn't occur to him that there would be anything. Now, frankly, I look at the shirt and the reporter, this, there's, a, there's an article in, uh, let me just make sure I know. It's in the Telegraph. I don't know what the, tele- what the Telegraph is, right, left, or middle. But yeah. there's a, uh, it, isn't, uh, it isn't a rag like the Daily Mail, obviously, so they wouldn't be publishing something like this. There's an essay in there, um, you know, talking about that. And they sh- he shows a bigger uh, photo of the material that I've seen. Anyway, what he's saying is that there's, there isn't like nipples or midriff or anything. It looks like there's mermaids on it, okay? Yeah. Uh, and a and, and couple of the points he made, I'd almost read part of the article, but I think I won't. I'll just say that a couple of points he made are, first of all, there's nothing really, there is no, you know, wardrobe mishap or, you know, there's no Janet Jackson nipple. There's no big deal on the shirt itself. And yes, it has ladies, it has females, it has, apparently they're mermaids, by the way, or at least some of them are. And it says something like sailor's delight or dream or something. I mean, it's it's really, really, really I wouldn't wear it, though. You know where I'm going to disagree with you, though, Randy, is, and I don't think his intent was to provoke. I don't think his intent was to be uh, almost dismissive of his female colleagues. Not at all. But I, but I found it to be... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say it. I found it to be something 
an 18 year old would wear. And he is far. I've seen the pictures. I've read the articles. He's far from 18 years old. Maybe he's 18 year old geek in his head though. I mean, you you know what? I am too, but you know what? I go to work every day and I dress appropriate to my job title. I wear a suit and a tie every day because that is part of my job. I'm not saying that he has to be like the NASA scientists of the sixties with the pocket protectors, (laughs) you know, and the high water pants and, you know, and, and, and the suede jackets and all that kind of stuff. But I'm looking at that. It's like, what were you thinking? The shirt itself is not inappropriate in an everyday kind of manner, but to wear it to a professional setting at NASA or, you know, wherever it was as a scientist, knowing full well, this is the day of the, of the landing on the comet. I just was like, all I kept thinking about, and it it doesn't, it's not going to keep me up at night and it's not a life changing thing for me. But I did think to myself, what kind of grown man that morning getting ready for work for what was historically going to be happening that day? What grown man would say, you know what? Hmm, I'm going to wear that shirt to work today. That's where I differ from you. I, I got to say that's where I differ from you because I don't think that I, I just think that when you have a certain job, mm-hmm. you, you have to dress whatever way that, you know, that there are times when you do dress the way that. What, whoever decided that people in my job had to wear suits and ties a long time ago, I may disagree with them on on the choice of that. And hey, I could do it in in khakis and in a polo shirt. I could do my job every bit as good as I do it in a suit. But if somebody decided it a long time ago, therefore, when I get up in the morning, I don't have to like it, but I have to do it. And I just kind of felt when I saw that, I was like, what was he thinking that morning? Well, and that's. There's a, a couple of things. First of all, um, you know, one could also imagine that he wasn't thinking about what shirt he was wearing. And if he doesn't have a minder, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the guy yeah. had other things on his mind. I, but I can't, I can't read his mind and I can't, I'm not here to defend him literally anyway. He doesn't need me to defend him. No. The, the, real, the real issue here is, and I'm pretty sure we'd agree on this. Do you think, now I haven't really looked at the reaction. I've just heard about it. But apparently he was, there's just been a huge, huge, huge number of really mean, horrible tweets and stuff on the internet. And I mean, you can't think that that's justified or a good idea. No, no, no. you hate that just like I do. I hadn't hadn't heard anything about it, really. I got to be honest with you. Here in America, we're too worried about what's not going to get done by this next, uh, by this next Oh my, don't even get me <laughs> no. started about Ebola because you know what? Now, now we've just lost our second person in the United States to Ebola. Oh, yeah. Bullshit. This person was brought here. Yes, they're an American, but they didn't get mm-hmm. it here. They got it in Africa. They were brought Saturday afternoon in almost a dead critical condition. Yeah. Very sad for them. Very sad for their family. They lasted here. He lasted here. He was a surgeon doing wonderful work. He lasted here hours. He was almost dead when he was brought Mm -hmm. here. So now after these last couple of weeks of radio silence from these idiots in the media and these all people that, you know, that, you know, who are all about quarantines and all that. Now it's going to get ratcheted up again. Ooh, we had another Ebola death. No, we didn't. Africa had another Ebola death. And the the body was brought here hours before he died. There's a major difference. There's a, and there's a disconnect in thinking from so many Americans on this subject. They can't get it through their heads. This surgeon 
he was pronounced dead here in the United States. Yeah, but he, and, and already, but he was already basically dead when he was brought here. So it doesn't impact my life, frankly, and, living in the United States. And let's put another uh, little spin on this, which is that, uh, hey, you know, you can shout in the streets and you can wring your hands. What the fuck are you doing to help the situation? Right. You know what I mean? Where there are people going there and they come back, they get treated like crap. It's a little like our veterans. And I say our by the way, I'm a yeah. veteran. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I, I, yeah was, I know you. I was enlisted during the Vietnam War. I did not see action. Let me be clear about that. Uh, and I'm very glad. But uh, the point is, I here you want you want controversial. I seriously think that um, the world might be a better place if everybody actually was subject to the draft, like I was. And the reason is not because we should send people to war or anything else, but because. Most people don't know how good they've got it, but that's a whole other topic. We can go through that some well, other. It would destroy some of the apathy that we see these days yeah. too. There's there's no accountability. Uh, my wife and I doing our other side thing. We're going to mm-hmm. be talking some about that too. But there's an apathy now, and that apathy extends to your to that whole realm when there's no draft. When you know, okay, you register when you turn eighteen for selective service. Boom, that's you it. You do, and then you forget you about do? it forever. You do still? Oh yeah. Oh, I did not know that. I thought that was over. There's no I draft, but you still have to register. Okay, I didn't know that, but big deal. I think I think it's still in effect. Yeah. How would anyway, you or I know? We're a little past um, the sell by date. <laughs> yeah, but uh, to me, it's like if you had that, even if it was for like in Israel, where it's for a year. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, for them, they're on. Until they're 60 years old, yep. they're on standby reserve yeah, and so yeah. forth. But you have to serve a year, even if it was, say, Coast Guard or it was like something back here. Or George Bush, they, uh, you know, yeah, whatever that yeah, was. Right. <laughs> uh, it, would, it would dispense with some of this apathy that we see because people – it's easy to say, no, my problem, man. It's no my problem yeah. because when you when you see and, and I say that for more than just military service, it extends in a lot of different places. And when you don't have to confront things, when you don't have to face things, it's really easy to look the other way. And that's what we have far too much of right now. Uh, speaking for here in the United States, here's an interesting little tidbit: seventy-two years since we had such a low voter turnout. Yeah, two, I saw two that. weeks ago. Well, mid uh, midterm though, still, uh, you know, it's pretty uninteresting. Still, it doesn't matter. People. You know what? The Republicans got thirty-seven million votes two weeks ago, completely total nationwide. Yeah. Thirty-seven million votes. Obama got sixty-six million two years ago, and yet all you're hearing about is the Republican mandate. The only mandate that was given two weeks ago was that the American people don't give a shit about what happens in their lives. They're too fucking lazy and they'd rather watch reality TV and so forth instead of getting a glove and getting into the game of what their own lives are going to be impacted by. Because if people don't think that that by them just letting them do whatever they want in in Washington, that it's not going to really have an impact on your life, you're a fool. Well, because it, guess what? It's going to actually. Bill Maher had a his rant at the end of um, New Rules was about that last week, if I'm not mistaken. And he said, you oh, know, 
Yeah, no, see, he covered all the excuses. I'm not going to go through that now, but right. uh, it, it was good, and it's true. Uh, and, and, hey, you know what? I have been there myself, and maybe you have, where it's like, ah, oh, politicians are all the same, and your vote doesn't count, and uh, blah, blah, blah. Never not voted once. But you know what? Um, yeah, well, I voted last time, and you know what? I was, I was really depressed because I thought, well, this is all screwed up the way they're doing this. I don't even know if my vote's been counted. So I finally called California. I called the vote. Uh, the LA vote place because I vote through California and uh, I happened to be connected to a really great person who looked into the case and said, Oh, you know what? Your birth date's wrong. That's why you're not seeing on the web that you voted. So she, uh, she says, I'm going to fix that. <laughs> it was kind of a, you know, I should have recorded. It's like, I'm going to go ahead and fix that now. You know how people do, but it was so cool at the <laughs> same time. I'm going to go ahead and fix that now. No, she, I meant, I meant the go ahead, how that, that expression of like when people do tutorials on the web, if you ever looked at them, I'm going to go ahead and move this over here now. And then I'm going to go ahead and click this button. And I don't know why that is, but people always, yes. I'm going to go ahead well, and. I was just watching one on YouTube the other day and, and the guy who's just. It's exactly how it was. It's funny, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead. And that was in a movie uh, about the bad bosses or the, no, the Slackers movie, I think, or Office Space or something. Anyway, transition to, um, so that's about all I wanted to say about that. I just want to say that because the internet is so easy, th- let me read one, two sentences if I can find them sure. from, from this article, though, because I, I 100% agree with this. Um uh, here it is. Okay, so he's saying, well, why isn't anybody defending uh, Matt, the scientist? And and here's the second to last paragraph. It says, no one wants to take on the rage of the web by which people use social media to externalize their own resentments and anxieties, often anonymously and with far more vehemence than they really intend. No one wants to dissent, and no wonder our politics sometimes feels so sterilized and homogenized. Right on, baby. I'm. That's, ex- that's, that's exactly it. it. That is it in a nutshell. That paragraph or two nails it right there. You know what, Randy? If somebody, if a firefighter ran into a building and came out with three puppies, gave them all mouth to mouth, brought them back, but one of the puppies in it was left in a house and burned to death. There would be a segment of people, well, why the fuck didn't he save the fourth dog and run back in and get the other? Why didn't he have somebody with him to get the other dog? My point being, you yeah. can't satisfy almost anybody on any issue at some point or time on the Internet. For all the good things about the Internet, a lot of times the Internet really blows. It really does. Yeah. It brings up such a terrible terrible side to so many of us it's done it to me oh my god there's been times afterwards i've just just (laughs) had my head in my hands about something i posted something i wrote especially in the old days of the real chat rooms and it does it brings out this ugliness in us that you know and there are times i envy the people who say you know what I don't know. Shit I'm not about on the internet. internet. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I'm barely on it. I check my email and that's about it. And you know, you can tell I have a couple of people who I know at work who mm-hmm. are like that, who are so completely and totally illiterate to the, the ways and means of the internet that there are times when I almost, almost yeah. envy them because it is really ugly out there. This it, is almost, this is almost one of those times for me. I, I wanted to say a couple more things, but I also want to tell you that there's a couple of people listening live apparently. So I hope you're yes, watching I Facebook on my Facebook. Are you watching in case they want to uh, tell me what a jerk I am? 
Hopefully, Actually, not. I have a feeling yet oh. again that I'm the one who's coming off more like. No, the you're not. You, you and I are having a discussion here, and we're friends anyway. Um, just to close that up, I just wish that people, because I'm, I am. By the way, what I love is when I can say rant against something that I myself am guilty of, and I have occasionally parroted shares. Sharing is a very bad thing, you know. Unless you know what you're doing, if you've really, if you've really thought about something, you're, yeah, I'm going to share this, man, because I'm, I've thought about this, and I believe strongly. I mean, I'll share like Kiva, because I'm, I'm a big, big believer in that. But I've shared two or three times, not a million times, but a couple of times I've shared, yeah, this is, this is disgusting. And then I look, you know, a couple of days later, you find out it was totally sham or yes. it's not even right, you know. So it happens a lot on I Facebook would, where people will share. Oh, yeah. And they'll be all, they'll be all indignant. And then I got to go. I go and I search for like five seconds and I find out that it's all a hoax. Oh, a whole total hoax, nonsense. yeah. And then no, but I even, gotta tell them, uh, you know what? That's not real. I'm but, sorry. But even if it is real, I mean, a lot of times, <laughs> and this, this is my, my final point on this is that simply that, um, a lot of times sharing, you know, if you don't think, it's like voting without thinking. So if you're sharing something and you're this, you get real indignant over something, you don't even have skin in the game or care or know much right. about it. So right. I'm doing this big rant and I don't really, in fact, I didn't see the originals because I don't follow people who would tweet that. So I've got like five Twitter accounts, and I haven't seen a single one of these, by the way. So it's, I guess it's more Europe-centric, first of all. But what well, like I, I like, like I told you, I have not seen yeah. it once. And, so, you know, and, and I'm, I'm on every bit as much as you. I'm all over the place. And this is today was the first I've heard of it. It's you know, but it, you know what? It's too bad because it distracts from yeah. Well, well, it was a great accomplishment, and yeah. there are people who say, "Well, you know, within a day or two, it lost because of the landing. It lost the access to sunlight. Therefore, it's quiet now. It may be dead next year. They're hoping next year when it gets closer to the sun that it may reboot itself. But you know what? Who cares? People we doing did great it. stuff. We yeah. landed a freaking little wa- you know washing machine sized object. On a comet 317 million miles from Earth. And 100 years ago, everybody took shits and outhouses and used <laughs> What do you mean 100? I, that, was, that was only about, about 20 years ago for me. Uh, we, <laughs> really, we lived in the country. We didn't have sewers. It was a accomplishment. Don't knock everything else about it. Be glorious about that. Yeah. Be like – be uplifted that we even did that. The French have a great expression. It's uh, and it translated. It says, "You just lost a great opportunity to keep your fucking mouth shut," and that's <laughs> that's exactly what I think people should have maybe done. And, you know, Absolutely. maybe thought a little bit Absolutely. more. Anyway, enough of that, that heavy stuff. Um, we're talking Sons of Anarchy. We mentioned it. It's going to be over soon. Oh. Everybody's waiting. So I'm watching this TV.com, which is a great uh, community site. I'm not a community guy. You know, you and I both talk about people tweeting mm-hmm. about TV. I'm not into that. But at the same time, this site is really good. And so everybody's all worked up. And, you know, conjecturing about how Gemma's going to get it and all that. Anyway, enough of that. I just want to mention that in passing. If you're watching Sons of Anarchy. I want uh, I want to watch the five-year-old off her. You know, yeah, that's one of the, <laughs> that's one of the scenarios. Um, and by the way, I don't go look at the 
the, a couple of the guys were on Larry King, who still has a show on the web, apparently. I didn't even mm-hmm. know that. Uh, yeah. But I don't care about the making of stuff. I'm not big on that. But uh, the show has got to end. I'm a little tired of it, like everybody else. It's it yes, got, I'm ready it's, for it's a little. As I enjoy it. Yeah, but I mean, uh, they've done it in a way that you're going to have to go. We are going to have to see the last couple. So anyway, enough of the sons. There's a new show out that you and I are both watching called The Missing, Love which it. is a BBC. It's a co-production, I think, with BBC and somebody else. Um, Probably like Canal France. Maybe so. Maybe so. I'm guessing it's them because so much of it is in French with subtitles. That's right. It, it takes place in I, France. I, I'm going to guess that it's a co-production between them and – is it Canal? I don't know. It could be Canal, yeah. Um, also, it is almost identical to um, – to the killing in the first season in a certain way. I mean, when I say identical, I mean the the, I, the concept of somebody who disappeared and what are we going to do? And it's all real heavy, and that's not negative. Uh, it's heavy. Oh. It's heavy enough so that my wife probably won't want to watch it with me. She's not here right now, but um, it's slow and pondering. But I remember you you watched the killing, right? You watched the American. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So we're, the we're, first, my, when, my wife and I actually, I call her. Uh, Linda, and she calls me Holder. Ah, that's great. <laughs> we love um, this show. Of course, The Killing did have those people. The guy who plays the retired detective is well-known in France. Cheki Karov, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's great. I'm not sure we'll have that magic that was in The Killing because of those two, because that was that was incredible. That was really, really great. But the yeah. father, man, I just that heaviness of the father <laughs> and his life <laughs> just killed me. He really is amazing in it. I don't know when they're. I'm talking about, now. I'm talking about the killing right now. The okay, father yeah. and the killing. But then I yeah. transform over. Do you see the the parallel though? These two men, man, yeah. it's just wow. Both, both completely shattered. Both both and distraught, and both unwilling to accept. Yeah. Uh, what everybody else is trying to get them to accept. Uh, I don't know when the missing is going to end up being shown here in the United States because I, I get it from overseas. Ah. But I got to tell you what, we watched the first episode last night. Did Cindy like it? Loved it? Yeah. Huh? Did Cindy like it? Yeah. Loved it. And, okay. And, uh, and so we have the, I have the other two episodes now and we'll probably watch one of them tonight. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, it's really well done. I know the pacing is quiet and slow, but there's so much meat and potatoes there in the actor's eyes that yeah. sometimes you, in some shows you don't have to have a ton going on at once. Like when, when she, when they're running through the streets and she's insisting that that's her son that she saw, yeah. well, you know, it's not, you know, it's yeah. not, yeah. but it was yeah. still a compelling scene anyways. Um, very, you know what? Another show that we, uh, that just came back for season two, the first season is on Netflix uh, with Jillian Anderson, the fall. Yeah, I keep hearing about that. I haven't watched it yet. Really, really, really good. And the funny thing is, is a lot of people don't realize Gillian Anderson is actually English. Yeah, I did not know that either. So yeah, she's she has the British accent in the in the Yeah, so fall? she's got her regular, yeah. normal British accent That's because funny. I guess she was born in the U.S. to British parents, but they moved back so home she can when do she was both. Like a month old. Yeah. She was like a month old, but she lived in England all her life until just huh. before the X-Files. So that's her real accent it's a and it's a british series mm-hmm. where she's a, a police detective and uh jamie uh dornan is the serial killer in that mm-hmm. and he is really really good i'll have to look at uh, that yeah, check out the fall the season one is on netflix season two just started uh the other night so for those of you over in england and some with other 
ways and means around the world. <laughs> it's way worth watching. Way worth. Well, it'll watching. come. It'll come over the states anyway. I'm sure. Although yeah, it's well, it's. Sure. Um, I ain't waiting. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no reason to wait. How did you hear about it? If it's not indiscreet well, the, well, the or fall, illegal, well, the fall because the no, I, mean, I meant the other uh, the, the missing mi- missing because I uh, subscribe to a lot of British. You know oh, me; I like yeah. British TV yeah. series, so I subscribe to several sites that are inherently about British television. So when they're coming up, that's when I always know it'll be watching them and so forth. So oh, but yeah. you know what? Andy's listening. Thanks, Andy, for the comment, which I just saw. I'm going to pop this out so I can see. So he's one of the, must be one of the people listening. People share if you agree, wear top hats, whatever. Yeah, good, very good point. <laughs> I'm I'm um, way behind. He must have said that a while back. Sorry about that. But if you're still listening, Andy, pleasure. Now you don't watch us. The Walking Dead, do you? No, okay. I do not. Okay. I we'll, you know what? And here's and here's the thing. Um, there's only so much room now with my wife gone for like the whole week. I'm going to see her like for 20 minutes Wednesday or something. So she's traveling. I'm the house husband, by the way. I don't know if that doesn't bother me a whit, just in case you ladies are listening. I mean, if you want to support me, uh, if ever I lose my current <laughs> means of support, um, that does not bother me. I I do what I got to do to keep the house running. Just <laughs> Andy says we watch too much TV. Everywhere I do what I got to do to what? No, but I mean the point being that I would never have. Um, you know, I worked. I worked for years, uh, and I'm retired now. But this is this gender thing about. I have never understood a man not wanting his wife to work. Of course, we don't have kids, so that's a big difference, I guess. But right. this whole i this whole pride or weird ass idea of. Uh, you know, you can't work. Uh, I, it makes no sense to me. I'm quite well, I don't happy. Know, my wife works. I insist that my wife work four jobs. <laughs> well, that's yeah. normal too. Bullshit on that. Yeah, really. Get your ass going there. I, I need to be supported. I'm eight years older than you. Get working. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that doesn't. Only kidding. Yeah. Only kidding, Cindy. <laughs> Hopefully, she doesn't listen to us go on and on about she this. She does, stuff. but. <laughs> Uh, you have a podcast, you guys. Are you still are you doing that, or did you just yes, do the one fact, so we far? To, we were supposed to record our second episode yesterday, but, but she was working. I, <laughs> <laughs> she was angry. She was. Yeah, there you go. She taught a yoga class, and then she taught a, a, a seminar yesterday afternoon. She had an all-afternoon seminar that she was teaching in, in another town, so she was gone all day. Um, but no, we were going to do the podcast when she got home, but then I had my tooth eruption, and so I was missing one of my front teeth, sounding uh, like a five-year-old, you know, with a missing tooth. So I was like, okay, it's not going to come off sounding very good. We actually did record one uh, Saturday, and we didn't like it at all. I'll freely admit it. We didn't like it. We were beating that horse till it fucking begged for mercy. And then we still beat it some more on a, on one subject in particular. And we both looked at each other after we finished recording it. And uh, as I was kind of getting stuff together for it, I was like, you know what? I don't know that I want to post this. Yeah. And, she was, and she was the same way. She's like, you know what? No, we, that we, we were obviously, you know, trying to fill on this one subject way too much, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, so that was that for that. But we're actually going to uh, probably later on today uh, make another go of it. That'd be now great. That, that'd be great. Now that I can talk again. And yeah, that sound. Give us the sound. Give us the SoundCloud channel for. Uh, it's uh, SoundCloud. dot com slash 
soundcloud.com slash 254 minutes because it's 25.4 minutes. So the two the digits 254 minutes? 254 digit. Yeah, soundcloud.com backslash 254 digits minutes. 254 minutes. Because what it is is as the average that I came up with that the average commuting time in the United States is 25.4 mm-hmm. minutes. So the concept behind this is that our podcasts will always be less than the average commute time. So right. No, it's, I it's, think it's, it's, ho- it's hokey, but you know what? Hey, it's great it is concept. what it is. No, so I got uh, the other day we got um, accepted into there's a beta program for SoundCloud for podcasts. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, we're, that's so what we're doing right yeah. now. My yeah, friend. So yeah, I'm still screwing it up totally. Yeah, but, no, no, yeah. no, 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 just keep it, keep but, it happening. But you know, have fun with it. And she's, you know, she's actually, she's terrific. Like, Cindy's great. She, we she, had her on. We should have her on again. Chick. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not on the shirt thing, though. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> she was. Come on, now. What does she have to? She she, she wasn't going nuts like, over that, was she? She would be the kind of she'd say, you know what? She'd slap me in the head and say, "Who gives a shit." No, you she. Yeah, I, I would be. I would be surprised if she. You know, it's one thing to say, well, you know, that's not really good taste or whatever. But to be all nuts about it just seems to be. Well, in the end, it, I a shirt is her. a shirt. I don't know that you can say it's like demeaning if it had lettering. You know that that you know was propositioning for sexual favors or things like that. Different story, very different. This reminded me. It really did remind me of one of those Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, it looks like one. I mean, fifties. Or the old. I Plus, you'd have to be the, studying the carefully. You'd have to be looking really carefully at the shirt. Anyway, enough. Of, we were done with that. It just, I just no. because you mentioned Cindy, and I, I would be, have been surprised if she would have been completely outraged. You know, if she might say, eh, "That's not the greatest thing in the world." But she doesn't outragey. I'm the one of the. She's not outragey. That's one. cool. No, 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 no. And most, I think, in most successful relationships, there's one, one person has to. Be, <laughs> one person has to be grounded and anchored in more of a reality based calmness based yeah. and that's her you know i'm the one who flies off the handle i'm the one who gets more impetuous you know where where she's kind of more like yeah yeah whatever you know it's not worth getting all worked up about are you hey uh this is related to what you just said are you still watching homeland either one of you or both of you, you <sighs> against, i went back and against your will yeah um <laughs> and it was like I, but I, I don't following. know whether I want to watch it or not. I well, don't I don't did know. you watch the latest one or not? No, no. Uh, not the, well, the latest one would have been now. Okay. Well, there was a big, I can't so, even. But don't hit, say anything because I haven't no, made a I, final decision yet. I can't even intimate at what happened because it's a, it would be a horrible spoiler. But I will tell you this. We were watching a week ago. So there's both of us are watching. We're going. Man, this woman is just so nuts. She's so crazy. Because that's not revealing anything. She's been like that no, forever. No. She's always oh, Carrie. Oh, my God. Carrie, Carrie, girl, what are you doing? You know, we're, so we're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you're married and you guys watch together. You see a little banter while mm-hmm. uh, while Carrie's rolling her eyes and stuff and not taking her meds. And all of a sudden, I mean, we, we both yelled, what? <laughs> you know, there was this huge. <laughs> so that going any further would be a spoiler. But we just... This is one of these great moments where when you're watching with somebody, it's like, did you see that? What what was that? You know? So you, I think you should watch it just uh, get up to 
just get up to speed, even if you got to speed through or something, because it's it, there's some good things. But this said, they lost. They lost the magic a long time. They lost the magic when Brody died. Well, it's, it's it's too bad. Well, yeah, and he was he was a wonderful, wonderful actor. Yeah. There was a lot of wonderful actors on that show, and you know what? She is as well. Sure, they're all great, but the nuts. No, it's, it's the writing that they lost the writing, and they're they're real uh, like up and down now. There's a couple of really good things. Again, on the, because these people are so funny because they like they ship these characters as the expression goes. They're really into it on the form. So you know, like people, I don't know half the actors' names. If, if the actor isn't famous, I won't know their name. And half the time, I don't even know the characters' names. I'm into the, I'm horror, right. you know, totally into it. But I am not uh, into it to the point of being some kind of mania fan, you know. So these people are going, yeah, well, so and so did this and. Uh, and um, I kind of lost the thread, but they say some really crazy stuff about the motives and and how um, somebody might have really reacted in real life against this. It's kind of a funny. I've never been that into that much discussion around a TV show, other than with somebody like you. But uh, reading this stuff occasionally, I just have to laugh out loud. It's some pretty. Oh my funny god! Stuff. You have to go to the AV club because I mean, I'll have geez, to look at that. Yeah, they spend way too fucking much time over a goddamn TV. <laughs> I'm telling show. you, yeah, if they'll, a argue a about show, motive, they'll argue about somebody's. They'll argue about some unresolvable. Yeah, they'll argue about some unresolvable detail. last fucking point of the show, and it's just like, yeah. go outside, get some sunshine, breathe in some fresh air. Christ, stop having mommy come downstairs to the basement and throwing you cookies Sandwiches, and shit. Like, yeah, give me a sandwich. Get outside a little bit. Jesus, it's a show, for fuck's sake. All right, that's Homeland. <laughs> that's Homeland dealt with. Um, Walking Dead, I'm not watching. Uh, how is Walking Dead? How is Walking Dead, by the way? That's you happy with it's it? It's really, I yeah. I, I the thing is, it's so much more than just zombies. And my wife, sure, I, sure. I, I watched it this she morning. She won't watch I watched it. last night's episode this morning. And my wife did what she always does. She went into the other room because she doesn't. She have does, any she's not into it. Yeah, and it's like it's not only about the zombies. What season? It's a, 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 a myocosm of what would happen in a world gone mad, right. and what would you do and so forth. And, and but you know, you get to also watch people like do all sorts of heinous shit with zombies too. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's fun too. But what, you know, what season? I don't know. It's, 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 it's a decent season. I wouldn't say it's a great season or a lot of people who think it is. What season is it? What's, what season are we season in? Season five. Oh yeah. So they're getting I think it's season five, but they're, they've already renewed it for like the next three or four years ahead of time. And they're having an offshoot series starting next year that's not going to take place in that because that takes place in georgia yeah the next one will take place in the same time frames <laughs> but it's going to be in another part of the country it's basically going to be like csi you know it's oh like god walking, no csi walking oh, dead oh Las no Vegas no no that's awful yes yeah, so they're franchising oh it. no that's <laughs> terrible yeah they'll have yes. they'll so they have so. zombies suv pretty soon like svu pretty much yeah <laughs> Now, do you watch what? Do you, do you watch like Elementary or? I try. I, most of the stuff I've tried, I don't like Elementary. Uh, Elementary's like Elementary's the Sherlock Holmes thing with yeah. Lucy Liu and the guy. Yeah, no, we like okay. we like the first two years. We love we love the first year. We kind of still like the second year. This year, the first two episodes have totally sucked. It's just like, wow, man, you're driving something. Same thing that happened with uh, what's the dude that played Linus on uh, Lost. He and Jim Caviezel. 
person of interest. Oh yeah, yeah, that's I started, gotten nuts. I started off as the first season they was went a off good the rails show. on that, and then it just kind of went off. At, you know, the second season it just kind of started turning shitty. I've got an accumulation of, of those. A lot of bad writing and yeah. a lot of yeah, they're confused. After a while, it's like the blacklist. We watched the blacklist, but really, if it, you know, again, we've talked about this before. If it wasn't for Spade or I who plays himself it. on everything he's in anyway, so it's always the same. But anyway, that's and he's great. And he's he's great. great. Yeah, no, he is great. Um, you watching? I know you're watching. Um, I, I was. I'm thinking of Resurrection, which I am watching. But I was, I was trying to think of uh, the guy that uh, got out of prison. Uh, re what's the name? Re, uh, the prison. The murderer who got out of jail. What's the name of that? You know what I'm talking. about. You like that. The guy who was accused of murder, get out of jail, he's reinserted into society. What's the name of that? Oh, man. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm having an age-appropriate uh, But you know what I'm <laughs> talking about. The move Because you like this series, and I do too. Um, well, what the hell is the name of it? Well, I, can, God, I, I, I have to go it. look at my disc to know. But right now it's like, you know, Sleepy Hollow. We still watch Sleepy Hollow. Um, I've... I, I foisted Sleepy Hollow over to my wife. Now she watches that on the road alone. I'm tired. I got that got too nuts for me too. Just a second, I'll try to find. uh, I think it's actually gotten even better now that it's it's more the fringe. The guys who were behind Fringe are behind this, and now they've kind of made it even more like Fringe. Now Walter's in it, of course. Yeah, Horseman. Now he has a head half of the time. (laughs) He has a head half the time. That's good. Say hello for me. Rectify is the name I was looking for. Oh, God, that's a great show. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but the season's over. It's over till next year. Well, I, I'm still haven't caught up yet. So there's that. Oh, you're, not, you're not watching... Yeah. Uh, you're not watching... Now I forgot the other one with the R. What the... Resurrection. You don't watch Resurrection? No. Got tired? You I'm tried it? French, I'm waiting for the French one to come out. Oh, uh, the end of this year, beginning of January, the original one. Mm-hmm. Uh it's, t- it's taken from that French series. So Yeah, but it's coming out, what, with a French version or it's no, no, a Brit- no, no, American the production? Was the first one. Season one was the one that was on, on and that was shown around the world after it was shown in France. In English? That's and it got and it was in French. And it got everybody hooked on that whole series. It, you, mean sub, you're watching, you mean subtitles? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, yeah, and it's much, much better than Resurrection is almost a note for note of it, but the yeah. French version is much better even. The well, actors I found to be much better. Well, I think Resurrection's gotten better. It's another one of these real slow burners. So, you know, if you like action sequences, forget it. Uh, well, I'm not big on that. I like No, I know you're not. I know I meant you as in the plural. You didn't see the original French version of that? I've never seen it. I've never it's seen called it. The Returned. Yeah, but I for some reason we didn't see it, and we probably get it on TV here. Actually, yeah, I mean because it was huge once they showed it. The returned, hmm. it's I mean it's great. And the it French TV. actors that are in it are out there. They're amazing. So they're I take, absolutely amazing. <clears throat> I take it you don't. We're going to do the little review of all these things here. You, I take it you never watched or didn't like Defiance, which is a sci-fi thing. I watched with? it for the first probably six or seven episodes because I loved the lead actor on it from the uh, New Zealand TV series Outrageous Fortune. Uh-huh. He was on he was on that for years. Oh, really? And that was one of our favorite TV shows for a long time. That's on Hulu. Uh-huh. Outrageous Fortune is mm-hmm. absolutely with that. Yeah. great great series. I don't know why I, I 
with got shows, tired. I get I get I get tired of them or I get bored with them. I hated and, the first couple. I thought, oh, this is really stupid. But I think they got a rhythm going, and I kind of like it now. However, I admit I only watch it like on my exercise rowing machine or something. It's not a thing that because uh, my wife doesn't like that kind of thing, and. Um, I tried to get her to watch Firefly, which is this legendary, you know, thing too. I have to watch it on Netflix. It's on Netflix, and I've always heard about it. And it's I've good. Never watched it's it. good if you, but it's only good if you like sci-fi. You gotta have, have I that. I like sci-fi. That geek I, that's not the reason I stopped watching Defiance because I, I like sci-fi. I don't know why I stopped watching it. Frankly, I liked it. It was okay. It was fine. It was, you know. It fulfilled me for forty-two minutes or forty-three. <laughs> I also I also noticed the the newsroom is back, and I'm oh ready to give God. it another chance on season three because he Fucking did a big mea sucks. culpa. No, but he uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Aaron, uh, whatever his Aaron name. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, Sorkin did a big thing about beating a dead horse. No, but Sor- Sorkin said uh, in an article in an interview someplace that they had. That they, they, he realized that he had completely screwed everything up and blah blah blah. Anyway, I'm interested in watching it to see if they're able to rectify it because the guy's an amazing writer. This said, I um, watched the first 15 minutes of the Social Network and was totally not interested in that. Of course, I'm not big on Facebook. Maybe that's part of it. You know, he wrote that, and it's it was. I like that for for somebody who just he's a pontificator of the yeah. first order. Oh sure. Uh, the newsroom we we've always watched. My wife likes it a lot more than I do. I watch it almost. It's almost like a hate watch for me. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, me point, too. I'm yelling at the screen all the time. I don't like most a lot. Of the characters are just cartoon characters, are, and it's just speech after speech. It's not like yeah. human real dialogue. It's just speech after. And I'll tell you what episode. One of season three was last week. We're watching the second one. Tonight. Oh, you saw it? You saw it? And it's not better than it was? I watched the first episode last week. Yeah. And it's even worse. It's no, even worse. No. What's the high school love and stupid stuff like that? No, it's just the thing. They didn't do any of that. More part, but they got rid of that probably because that was something that everybody hated. Takes about the Boston bombing. I think part of the problem with the newsroom is because because of the way they film this show, Mm -hmm. all the stories that are taken from true life are about a year, year and a half behind. We already know everything that happened with them, and so therefore it's kind of hard to care. And that's always been the problem with the newsroom. Well, one the of problem the problem has always been using real stories a year to a two years later. We know everything that happened. We've well, yeah, been but one of, cycled to death over that. One of one of the criti- critiques I read said that they were actually doing a better job with real stories, like the or or at least real seeming stories. I don't know that Indian story they did last year was it India? No, whatever that story was with the weapon, I don't even know if that was real or not. I don't recall it. But um, it was supposed they were covering a story, and that stuff is a little more convincing. Anyway, I'll know it tonight. Was, I'm going to watch it tonight because my wife refuses I was, I to was watch l- that. I was watching too. it last week, and all I, could th- I was like almost looking through my fingers because oh, no. so much of the dialogue was so freaking embarrassing. I was like, really? I was like, you go back to doing cocaine, Sorkin, because it's, yeah, it was working for you when you were doing cocaine writing the West Wing. Did Even you watch? Then, did you watch Sports Night? The thing he did before that, or not? Yeah, yeah. Did you like that? I liked it. A that lot. was a sitcom with with a laugh a track, months. by the way. So that I was, was pissed a couple of months ago. They took it off of uh, Netflix. Netflix had it on. It was great. I watched and a bunch of them. I thought that the first season was pretty decent. 
then it got into the love. It got into the real stupid love stuff because he doesn't do that well. I'm sorry, I don't mind love. He's just not good at it. Does it terrible? And he's he's like uh, the dude Kurt Sutter with Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, a little bit. Nonstop pushing his wife all the time on that show mm-hmm. and having her sing all the time on that show, and Sorkin <laughs> and Sorkin has to have you know his stilted love scenes all the time. It's yeah, just they're terrible. Bad. They're bad. But you know, it, I look at it this way. Number one, my wife loves the newsroom. She does. And, That's interesting. Yeah, and, and maybe she and I can watch it. I, over. I don't hate. I can't. <laughs> I can hate watch it enough so that I'll continue to watch it because it's its last season. So, of what the newsroom? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, aren't we amazed that they even did a third season? Yeah, that's yeah. incredible well, as it stands. If it had been on other networks and if it wasn't uh, Aaron Sorkin, it probably wouldn't have gone to a third season. Well, it was surprising that it did. Now All he's right. saying he's done writing for television. We'll One, see. well, he probably should be judging from what I've seen the last couple of years. Even though yes. the West Wing was a giant, it really was absolutely amazing. It's and I'm talking just forget now. about whether you like. I mean, I think you did, but I have friends who are libertarians and so on. You know, the, the agenda, blah blah blah. But but forgetting the tack that it was taking uh, and any bias, that the writing was brilliant. It's probably the best thing he's ever done, as far yeah. as I know. And, and now it's not. Now it's just. Horrible, absolutely. I, I look at it now. It's like that's not the same person who wrote all those wonderful episodes of The West. Wing. But you can still watch. I mean, I've got all that. We have a lot of the DVDs. You can still right. watch The West Wing, and you can still see that it's still brilliant. And of course, there, there's a one major depressing thing is that they're talking about the same stuff that that is common today in issues like gun control and all. And it's just exactly hasn't moved. It hasn't moved. None of it's moved. They're talking no, about well, the same. It's funny that you mentioned that because last night we watched. My sister in law came over and we watched on Netflix Lewis Black's latest stand up show. Uh huh. Lewis Black is the funniest shit ever, and he talks about that at one point about nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Nothing changes the whole nine yards, and he just delivers it. And it was so funny because he's sixty five years old, uh-huh. and his parents parents were in the audience. His parents are ninety five and ninety four. Wow. And yeah, uh, and he was throwing out some pretty harsh language, <laughs> and it was he got mom that's and dad. Funny. And, 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 you know, I'm sure they know all about his mouth already. But that's a that's a big recommend. It's the latest Lewis Black concert uh, video on uh, concert. Video, if, it's, right? if it's on Netflix, on I should Netflix. be. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll have to look. I dropped it's, I dropped my French Netflix because um, the catalog just was too poor. They didn't even have they don't even have House of Cards. Oh, stick, so, with, uh, stick with America. We're number one. Yeah, well, you are on uh, Netflix, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, um, anything else? We, that, so that's enough of TV. We have a half of it out there, but that's, that's there's some good stuff. The Missing, yeah. so people look out for that. Um, anything else on any other topics? Did we, uh, did oh, we skip anything gosh. that we were talking oh, about God, all over the internets? Yeah, now we're getting ready for you know the holidays next week. And, and the war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. Don't forget. Uh, Oh Jesus! <laughs> Tony, that you know exactly. that could be a whole nother show. We can have a war on Christmas show where we can really let our hair out and just. I think there's a war on Halloween. War on Halloween over here there's because whole, you know what? There's a war on everything yeah. at this point. There's an a war on absolutely everything. Like I said, you know, you leave one dog behind and boom, you know, you know, you're an asshole for not saving that one and saving the other ones. It's it's the society we live in. It's just, I think it probably always was like that. We just have the tools now, number one, to see more of what's out there. Well, watch. we have the tools now 
to hide behind. Well, yeah, watch a Frankenstein behind movie. this invisible shield. Watch any Frankenstein internet. movie. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, you know how it is. People say whatever they please now, except for when they're in your face. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, oh, hey, Frank, hey, Joe, how are you? You know, so five true. minutes earlier, you were motherfucking him on, you know, private message on Facebook or something. You know, it, it, it's what it's the society we live in now. Unfortunately, that's true. You know, I mean, there's a wonderful aspects to society. Don't get me wrong. I think that still, by and large, most people and most of the time are very good people. But given the right opportunity, they will still slay their neighbor. Yeah. Well, I've uh, I've taken to a survivalist uh, lifestyle now, and I have learned how to make my own rum that has ginger and cinnamon and uh, star. I don't know how you pronounce this in English. Anise, Reglis, whatever, licorice flavor. Yeah, I don't want to risk the pronunciation there, but anyway. I think it's anise. Ginger. I think it's anise, star anise. They look like stars. They look like little starfish. Anyway, I learned how to make the stuff now, so I'm making my own. underground bunker coming. I'm making, yeah. Well, I just have to (laughs) learn the food thing now. We have to talk about this, uh, and maybe Cindy knows something about it, maybe not. Um, this Soylent, this product, not Soylent. now. Do you know Soylent about that? Have you heard about, no, have you heard it? I know, it's too easy. <laughs> have you heard about this Soylent, this stuff that you eat that's it's a food substitute? And I, I was talking to somebody today on Twitter uh, asking, why, how is this preferable to eating food? I'm just trying to figure this out, you know. I mean, other than the obvious survivalist, because we're joking about that. Obviously, if you're, you know, going to be on Everest or something for six months trekking, it makes a lot of sense. But just at the average, a lot of geeky people are really interested in it. And one of the guys I was talking to said, yeah, I try it like a new website, you know, I'm just interested in trying everything. But mm. I, I, I absolutely am mystified by the and I've seen a couple of people on Google Plus talk about it. Yeah, I got my shipment. Uh, blah blah blah. I you haven't heard much about this, huh? No, no. It's I odd. only do the first part of it. Soy. It's. I don't I'm, even know I'm, if it's I'm based on soy. Radical. To tell you that, well, I guess it would be, wouldn't it, with that name? Soylent Green I, is a Soylent Green is a funny. No, now who would come out with a product Soylent? Knowing the book, Soylent yeah. Green and well, the movie, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I'm not sure why that is. Uh, free your body. Oh, here we go. Soylent.me. Soylent, free your body. Yeah, free your body. Um, See, I don't get this. Is it, is it, you know, there's other, I don't get energy drinks either because I don't need that. So I'm not sure. If you never had to worry about food again, oh my God. See, I, a, I, where is that going? A hipster, hipster with his shake. And all that crap, yeah, whatever. You know, I like whatever. food. Well, what's the? F- what is wrong with food? You know what I'm saying? War on food. That's it's it. Let's start on food. All right, let's start defending that. <laughs> I'm going to defend my right to. Uh, well, I don't eat meat, but I'll defend my right to like you know Cheerios or something. I don't know. Wait, have we been going? Uh, no, we've. Uh, gone just about an hour, I think. Here, a little bit over, maybe. So that's good. That's a good time to. Say goodbye. Um, there are so many prov- uh, provocative uh, tunes. Ah, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, says Andy. But, you know, <laughs> the powdered form I don't get too much. That's bullshit. No way. I, I know the way to the man's heart. I can go out and I can get my own food. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, no, and I'm going to go get some right now because it's actually uh, after eight here. So, hey, oh it's been great. Um, we'll try to do this again. I've got some time during the week. We'll, we'll uh, you have to remind me what your schedule is. We can, we can do our normal hours after your teeth heal and you're actually working. We'll do our 6 a.m. Uh, regime for you and all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, this I think we're at uh, episode 39 of uh, Leave the Bottle. So uh, check it out. We're at leavethebottlepodcast.com, or you can go to, to, for the archives, just go to LTB, as in Leave the Bottle, LTB.re. And when we do it live, you're welcome to listen to us. We're going to, Andy was mentioning, and it's true, that we should find a way for people to comment when they listen live and try to build that. Uh, I would like to have that too, because one of my be friends great. who does, I don't know if she's listening live now or not, but she has in the past posted to me on Facebook. Uh, well, you can read those, of course, but. Right, I can read those. Uh, I, I'm not on there, but anyway, here's the music. And that's a new, uh, slightly, well, it's not brand new, but it's a different theme song. Oh, my God. I uh, have to say this quick. Yeah. Bob Geldof has recreated Band Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? They've recreated it for Ebola. I just read that. Oh, God. I think that's a great shit up. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Perfect time to say goodbye. Take care. We'll talk to you next time, Jim. Really happy to. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, Bob Geldof, wherever you are. (laughs) Yeah, really. Band aid. Band aid.